Hello, welcome to this uh, first episode of uh, the Backbone Podcast. My name of is D, and uh, I just want to try something. To be honest with you, this is uh, the first time. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but I just wanted to talk about issues that really matter to me. Issues that matter to me as a black woman, especially an African woman in this world. In this world where we are all part of. But unfortunately, it cannot just look like some belong more than others. Some belong because of the color of the skin, but also some belong because of the status, regardless of the color of the skin. So I hope along the way, some people might feel connected and uh, will be willing to listen and also maybe share their own experience. And uh, hopefully, as we continue on this journey, we'll be able to find common ground or solution to make our life better, but especially make the life of our next generation better than what we are living in right now. Okay, so like I say, I'm D. I'm a black woman, African woman. So I currently live in the United States, but I've been around the world. Come from Africa, spent a lot of time in Europe, and now I'm in North America. So I have a lot of experience in all those countries because I've stayed over there quite a long in order for me to see how things have been working on all those places. I want to talk because I kind of felt like there's a lot of people talking lately. Thank God we have all this podcast right now, but it's also feel like still many people still not really uh they don't have a chance to be heard because the platform is still not there for them so i hope like many of you guys i'm gonna be able to also speak to those people or speak from this book or, or speak through them okay because i believe that although we have a lot of medium right now Still a lot of people like myself are not being heard, okay? So that's the reason why I decided why not give it a try. I will come and just tell you how I felt. 2020, this is almost the end of 2020. You know, Christmas passed. We're all waiting for New Year. So 2020 has been really, really, really awful. For a lot of people. But 2020 has also been really, really great for a lot of other people. We have to be honest about that, right? The people who have the means, the people in power, didn't really see any difference, right? Because they are wealthy, 
they don't really live in the same atmosphere we're living. So they have not really seen the impact of this 2020. But for the vast majority of people, 2020 has been a very, very difficult one. You know, we have this COVID-19 affecting a lot of people. Yes. Oh, we can hear media saying that, yes, COVID-19 did impact a lot of uh, European countries, but Africa has not been impacted. And uh, maybe that's true, but I believe that when you add COVID-19 into all the other issues, Africa has been always impacted by we have been impacted as well because we have HIV AIDS, we have poverty, we have all kinds of diseases Africa is still dealing with. We have war, we have violence, we have police brutality. The list goes on and on and on. And then on top of that, you have now COVID-19. Thank God, actually, we really did not get impacted by that COVID-19. Otherwise, it will be pretty much the end. But because we're resilient as black people, we are always trying our best to remain right there and survive. So that's what we've all been doing, trying to survive as much as we can. Yes, it's not as hard as maybe a country like the United States, but still, people in this country, the United States, has more means than people in a lot of African countries, especially sub-Saharan countries of Africa, where I'm from, because uh, I'm from Cameroon. I was born over there, and then I spent a lot of time in other part of the world, but I am from Cameroon. So I wanted to talk today because uh, like I said, 2021 is uh, just right there around the corner. But there's a lot of things we're all dealing with, right? For me, right now, 2020, you know, has been really, really difficult. It has been difficult personally because I reached 50 years old. But at 50 years old, so you think you have made it, right? Everything you wanted to accomplish, you're pretty much right there. But when you look at the, your path, you realize that, oh my God, I'm a failure. So it kind of hit me the other day, you know, one day after Christmas, I was just standing right there. I was like, oh my God, I'm 50 years old, but my life is a failure. I'm a failure because everything I wanted to accomplish I didn't see anything happening, you know, 2020, you know, I'm in the military, I'm a service member, but I fell like two advancement exams back to back. I couldn't believe it. And then I fell another attempt for taking the ball and then I couldn't believe it. And on top of that, what really, really crushed me was that I put everything into a package, an officer package I've been working on. I went through multiple interviews, you know, the first one and then the panel interview, everything went well. 
the people who interview me, like you have like captain and then you have all this commander, they all were impressed. They like everything. And then my package was really, really great. My uh, officer recruiter was really, really excited because she was like, yeah, you're my number one candidate and I know it's going to be great. And then after a couple of months waiting, no, I was not selected. I cried. And then not only I cry, I pretty much decided to isolate myself from my family because it was so painful. Like I was not really expecting that. I was crushed. And what really, really hurt me the most is because the people I work with, you know, as I was deployed because I had my package ready when I was on deployment, you know, everybody got the the call, you know, selected, some passed the exam, and I was the only one in that group of female who didn't make it, you know. I got two females who passed the advancement exam. One got selected as a chief, and then the other one got selected as an officer. And I was not selected. I look at them because I was the oldest among all of these people. And then I was not selected. I was just really like devastated. I couldn't even know what else to do. I had a job, which I still have, where I don't really feel like I'm valuable because the people are not really appreciative of everything you put into that work. And uh, everything around me was just like going down, down and down and down and down and down. It was really, really hard. I look around me. I was angry at my own kids, my husband. I really, really, really didn't want to talk to nobody because I saw myself as a failure. I saw myself as a failure. And then... I wanted to accomplish so much and I worked so hard for all that. And then you come here, nothing. And I was like, I'm 50 years old. I went to school. Yeah, I went to law school. Went to law school when I was in France. And then I came and went to law school here in the United States of America. Then passed the bar because I found my bar multiple times. And then I joined the military. I've been trying my best to become an officer. Nothing is working. I wanted to really do something great. I created a nonprofit organization, which is like African aid organization, www.afaid.org, A-F-A-I-D.org, to help children affected and infected by HIV AIDS and then to help alleviate poverty in sub-Saharan countries of Africa, I really wanted to give back. But because I don't know nobody, I do everything on my own, up and down. I work hard, you know. I've been the, the sole breadwinner in my family for years, for something like 20 years right now, because unfortunately, you know, my husband had yet to find a job, regardless of how hard he did try. He would do things, and then something never worked. It's not like he's not educated, but I don't know 
what's happening. So you look at all this thing, then you create this nonprofit to help children, and then you hope that maybe you're gonna invest more time into that, and hopefully you're gonna get some grant to try to really make a difference. You don't have support from nobody. You go to the bank and try to get a loan, and they, they don't even give you a loan because they're telling you that, oh, yes, although you've been with the bank for 10 years, 11 years, we can give you anything because, hey, my little paycheck is not enough for them to give me a loan of like 150000 or 250000 to, you know, open a business. Why? Why can't I have a, a, a loan when other people who go in the same bank and then with the exact same salary and then they end up getting a loan and then me, I can get a loan because of what? Because of my accent? Because of the color of my skin? What's happening? So you get really frustrated because you don't have any support, you know? And then you really want to do a lot and nothing is happening. Nothing is happening. So I don't know about you guys, how you guys are feeling, you know, if you guys are in the exact same situation as myself, where sometimes you just look at the world like, like, this is not okay. This is not all right, you know. I try, you know, I wrote letters to a lot of people. I try to get their contact information, but you go ahead and send multiple letters. You go ahead and apply for grants, and then nothing. You still end up getting letters saying, Thank you, but we have decided to go with someone else. And then you get really frustrated, and you see years after years, you know. It's not like I started this when I was, you know, like yesterday, you know. But this, since I'm like 30-something years, and I'm 50, and then you look at your life, and nothing is changing. You know, when you come somewhere, and you're trying to first establish yourself, I know it's not it's, it's not easy, but... You trying to be what they call a good citizen, right? You know, follow the law, follow the rules, you know, pay your taxes and then try everything they want you to do. But still, at the end of the day, because your name is not Trump, your name is not, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, who else, all this, you know, Ford, your name is not Rockefeller, your name is not... And the list goes on and on. So you can't go somewhere without anyone, you know, even looking at you, even considering you, or even like, you know, saying hello to you. So you get frustrated. And then on top of that, people like myself, we're coming from another continent. We happen to have accent, like as you can hear, like I said, you know, I was born in Africa, in Cameroon, precisely, right? It's, uh, it's just like Canada. They do speak French and English, but we also have a lot of our local languages, right? They're not dialect because they're always trying to diminish that, you know, say they're dialect. They're local languages. So, you know, I'm from a Bassa tribe where we speak Bassa, but I can also speak a little bit of Ewondo. I can speak a little bit of Douala. I can speak a little bit of Bamileke, you know? So we do speak multiple languages, right? And then I'll go to France where I study, you know, using primarily French. And then after he, many years over there where I realized that I was not really able to make it because 
I was a little minority. I decided to come somewhere where I felt like I'm going to be a bigger minority within the United States. And then you come here, the racism part is so vivid. It's so huge. Like you wonder, oh my God, what's going on here? You know, did I make a mistake? Should I stay over there? And then you try your heart. You say, you know what, regardless of racism, I'm going to do what I can. I'm going to contribute. I joined the military to serve after September 11. I tried to be that good citizen, right? But at the exact same time, you expect the country to also kind of give you a little bit of encouragement, but you don't have that. I'm not even talking right now about the family aspect because sometimes for a lot of people like myself, we have a lot of baggage from our own family. The baggage in our own family sometimes limits our evolution, limit our success because the culture we're still taking in us, it's so heavy, especially for female. I have to run away, try to run away from my own family because it's so hard as a female African to try to make it, especially when you're coming from, I would say, a poor family. You know, they don't see you as a person. They see you as an object. They expect things from you but they don't give you that confidence. They don't give you that love in order for you to even continue. And always drama, always drama, always drama. So there's a lot of baggage. So when you look at this 2020, you're just really overwhelmed. You're wondering if you're going to make it and how 2021 is going to be. It's just like I said, a lot of failure, so this is pretty much what's going on right now in 2020. So I don't know about you guys, what you have experienced so far, what you're thinking about this 2020, and if you're still hopeful that regardless of everything we have already been through, if 2021 is going to be a little better, you're feeling like you fell on Every, at every level, if you can make it, if maybe something's going to come and come up, regardless of how old you are, if you can still breathe, if you can still hope, or you can still aspire to do something great. So I'm going to go ahead and put this out there. So if anyone want to listen, more than welcome to do listen. If you have any comment, Please do not hesitate. I'll be putting it out there so that we somehow start this dialogue. Until then, I want to wish all of you, starting with me, you know, a happy new year. And I really, really hope that 2021 is going to give us something totally different for ourselves, for our future, and for our country. Thank you for listening. Until then, peace and love was deep.